Welcome into the I-80 Club Wednesday night in the club. In the club. We are coming to you live right after Nebraska survives versus North Dakota. Josh Peterson, Jack Mitchell. If you're live, you're a patron. Duh. If you're listening before Saturday, you're also a patron. We appreciate your patronage. If you are listening after, if you're one of those freeloaders who downloads the pod on a Saturday morning, you're like, man, this is really fun. I wish that I was in there. I hear about this Inside Info channel. Jack, yeah. tell the folks where they can go to get those podcasts, the Inside In- Info channel, and a whole lot more. Well, thank you for asking me, Josh. They can go to patreon.com slash i80club, and there Choo-choo. they will find multiple options that they can decide which one fits them best. If they just want to be up-to-date on podcasts and not have to wait three days to hear the newest podcasts, they can go $3 a month. If they want to join our Discord and be part of most of the Discord, they can become a member. That'll be $5 a month. And if they want to get access to that vaunted Inside Info channel and our emergency podcasts, then they can become a VIP. And that is seven or eight. I can't even remember. $8. No, this eight. Sorry, not $8 a month. That is is eight. So there you go. Those are your options. Three levels, depending on your style of life. Uh, yeah. and, and what you're wanting, uh, and we would uh, love for you to join our continually growing community, which has had a good couple of weeks, Josh. Yes, it has. It definitely has. And by the way, as Jack said, you know, maybe you don't want the pods three days later anymore. We do a lot of other stuff that we never put out on podcasts. Like never. last week, we decided, well, we put it out on podcasts, but for the patrons yes, only. Last week, we had a, a, a few patron-only podcasts in our Saturday morning coffee show, which is our uh, staple show That one is only for patrons. So if you'd like access to everything we do, not to mention the Nebraska Ball Podcast, when that records live, National Fun League, which is Mike Schaefer and yours truly every three weeks for the NFL. And then, yeah, emergency stuff and more, uh, patreon.com slash i80club. We come to you today, tonight, on the day of National Signing Day, Dylan Raiola, Raiola, excuse me, officially in Nebraska Basketball Survives. Uh, Casey Thompson not coming to Nebraska. Like, there's just so many things, Jack. So many things. Where, where, where would you like to begin? Um, man, I, I it's hard for me not to start with the most recent thing, football wise. We don't have to talk about the basketball game, uh, football wise. And I will tell you what, despite this being overall a happy day, and yeah. overall I'm in a better place than I thought I would be with the quarterback room. Okay. Coming into this season, but coming, but I am going to be the boy who cries wolf again. Amazing. But, but there's an actual wolf and I've identified it in the past. I'm like the boy who cried wolf correctly. Mm. And this boy has got a good reputation because he cries wolf and there's a freaking wolf there. Mm. And I'm going to tell you once Chubba Purdy leaves, I am really worried about depth in the quarterback room. Should you need it during this coming season as you seem to need it every single year? I'm concerned. So thrilled. So thrilled to have Raiola. So thrilled that Daniel Kalen is coming here. Excited. Great. I need another body in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I need another body in there. And I don't know who who it, it it can be whomever it really can be whomever I have a favorite but if there's someone else oh do you do you have a favorite Jack is there anyone in particular that you would really like to see I join the room is, I think there are very few people who would probably be willing to transfer in as a second or maybe third string option with no chance of 
working their way up the ladder into the future. So if you've got someone who's willing to do it, you figure out how to get that person doing it, is what yeah. I say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it, so some people are wondering, so what's the news? What's the news? Yeah, Chubba Purdy, uh, we had been talking about this for, what, Jack? I don't remember uh, the first time we dropped that into the inside info chat, but uh, I had some intel a, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, whenever it was, uh, that he was not going to be on Nebraska's roster anymore. Sure enough, that was oddly broken by like a random guy from Arizona. I looked this guy up, Jack, and from what I can tell, he wasn't ever Casey, or excuse me, Chubba's coach. He was never Chubba's coach, but he's from Arizona. Uh, He breaks it. It gets quoted by a few people. Another guy tweets something. That gets retweeted by the Purdy family, and eventually I did see that Sean Callahan uh, tweeted that he was in the portal as well. So not a surprise. I don't think it should be a surprise for anybody in the room. But then the other thing is the Casey Thompson... um, was uh, I was told earlier today that that is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't think it had anything to do with uh, with Chuba as well. So I guess the question that I would ask is: Was it ever as hot and heavy as it it was purported and maybe, to have been if, over the if last that's couple? The, of if weeks, if that's know? what it is, so be it. But yeah. I mean, if it's about you know four thousand dollars of two semesters of yeah, you would hope that that would be the and unless of course, Jack unless board, you know unless they have a, another plan you know unless they have another plan may, for after may, and maybe football, they do which, maybe they do but do you agree I mean do people not agree with me that that type of quarterback that they're looking for which is someone to provide depth at this point who is likely going to lose out the starting job to Riola and maybe again maybe the two maybe the three if Kalen comes in and looks good like and and it's not any kind of a build for the future type situation. That is an incredibly unattractive spot for a transfer. About as unattractive as you could possibly design. Okay, so then what would what so how do you fix it then? You don't well, right? if you There's had no way to no, I mean, figure out Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean if that Casey if Casey wanted to come here, that would be the way to do it. Yeah. But if he doesn't make does sure it, that works. You know? Yeah. So I mean that would have been number one on my list, so that's why I'm disappointed. Harburg is still on the roster, yes. But, yeah, yeah, I guess that's what it's going to have to be. Yeah, unless they add someone else or it's one of the walk-ons, you know. Um, Yeah. Now, I do want to read this from Brady because, man, Brady, I'm with you. How does anybody have quality depth at quarterback? They don't. They don't. And, like, I feel like every time that Jack and I end up talking about this, like, I feel like I'm defending something that I don't want to defend, but it's just like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, how many? it's just it's not as easy. There are teams that have done it successfully. I mean, yeah, I know, states. but Jack, name them. Like, there's like three Kansas of them in state, the whole country. Kansas, Michigan State. Um, you thought Michigan State had good quarterback depth this year? Yeah, well, yeah, they brought in two guys. I mean, they brought in two guys, Hauser and what's the other ones? They, they had that Kim guy starting forever. They had three guys played, at least to the extent but I saw them. They looked good. this year. You thought they weren't good? The quarterback, they, they brought those quarterbacks in. I mean, we saw them against Nebraska. Yep. They both but As Hus says, Nebraska played three quarterbacks. You're like, you're just naming teams that played three quarterbacks. Like, Who I, looked I, I good? Want, I want, looked good? You thought so? I mean, they went sub-500. I didn't think they were good. Well, Kim, Kim had good. problems, but their, the backups played better than he did. I mean, geez, Hauser's parlayed it into a decent transfer. So, I mean, yeah. um, I don't know. I can keep thinking, but the, Kansas, Kansas State, um, Let's see what else. I haven't. I didn't. I didn't do the point that I'm trying to make is it's really difficult. It's really, 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 really difficult. That's fine. It's really difficult. You know. Yeah. Well, it's been very difficult for Nebraska the last two years. So. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, you just hope that it's you know completely derailed two seasons. So. Yeah. 
to be fair, like, I guess I don't know what argument I want to make here. I want to say, like, to be fair, Nebraska hasn't had a quarterback as good as Dylan Riola is, you know, purported to be. Hey. But I guess that could be a negative for you if you go to negative town. Maybe he'll stay healthy and I won't have to I won't have to worry about that this this year. I don't think he's gonna run as much. So, you know, it's not like Casey Thompson ran a whole lot either, though. So uh, Travis says, Do you roll with a couple freshmen, Heinrich Harburg, and a walk on? For the record, I don't think they will. Like, and this is not info, it's just I'd be stunned if they look at this position and they're like, yeah, this is what we want to do. That's way too much. It's either young, inexperienced, or it's um, Heinrich Harburg. But I just so you're I don't want to lead the me. podcast so you're with such So you're agreeing with me. Well, I do, but it's just like I'm stunned that, that your reaction to this week is like, oh, man, but the depth is thick. Like, no, like it's be It's just positive. the reaction be, to the most happy. recent thing. It's my reaction to the – we are just coming off the news of that. It's the last news that I heard, so I'm still. It's a recency thing for for okay. that for me. But okay. I also no, of do think I agree I've, with you. Of course, but, they need more depth at quarterback. But I'll be honest, though. I've also rang that bell for you know last year, and I think nobody really believed me, and it turned no, out. No, see, huge that's issue. not true. Everyone agrees nobody with you that me. they need. No, you stop it. Everyone nobody agrees with you. In me. Who is out there that's like I actually? You know what? I don't want more quarterback depth. Bad take by Jack. Who are these people? This is a straw man. You're yelling at a man of straw right now. No one would argue with you. They didn't say it like that, but they said, when I said you need to keep both Casey and Jeff Sims here, what did they say? They said, what are you going to do? Jack, you're overrating Casey. You love him so much. Oh, you love him so much. You're so Well, you do. First of all, those people are right. First of all, yes. Everything you just said is actually true. But the other thing that, here's what I said to you. Okay, what do you want them to do? Kidnap Casey Thompson? Jack, I I said it on Saturday. And I, I... I, it's like I would love to tell the story of how I have the information of how and why they wanted Casey Thompson, but he left. But I can't, Huss, I cannot tell it. It would give away who it came from to the person, and I just, I cannot do that. Huss. They wanted him around. They wanted him around. I'm hopeful and it still happens. With Casey? Yeah. If, if, if the he reason is, people. If, if the reason is that, if the reason is that ridiculous, I think they figure it out. I hope they figure it out. I can hope. Oh, okay. You can't stop me they from t- hoping. Dude, Chubba, Chubba had told people that he was leaving um, well before today. So, like, like I know oh, Huston yeah. a few Chubba, others. Maybe think- Chubba leaving up his door. This is old information on Chubba. Oh, okay. But the Casey yeah. Thompson news is, like, for me, I heard it nine hours ago or ten, eight hours ago, whatever it was. Rule said it after the press conference off the record to people. So. All right. Don't, Chessie, get, don't, don't, you and Chess, stop playing these games, you Dude, weirdos. Could Sad, you absolute you don't, weirdos. Sadie could make it right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish that I never would have oh, you, uttered you the words what? Casey the, Thompson again. The reason again. you're being so d- difficult about this is because you're glad he's not coming because you couldn't have handled that. <laughs> you can't handle my CT11 Sadie talk for an entire season. Honestly, That's what it is. You're willing, no, to sa- I- you're willing to sacrifice quarterback depth for that, and I can see it in your eyes. It's yeah, sad. yeah, yeah. You it's know sad. what? If they got to go five and seven, so Jack can't say "saddy" and CT eleven anymore. Josh, I guess you know what word what comes to mind when I think of you doing that? Selfishness. <laughs> oh, All right, whatever. Okay, quarterback depth conversation done. I'm sure things will be fine. All right. <laughs> see, no, fine. see, no, nope, see, everything's fine. No, no, again, no, here's, no. You're here fine. we go. Everything will be fine. This is un, this everything is will be fine. What do you want to talk about? This is a, I don't, I mean, they landed the, like the best quarterback they've landed ever. It's I'm excited cool, right? about that. Let's get it's into wild. that. Yeah, like, baby. It is, it has totally, totally like, like, I don't think we're appreciating it enough around here that Nebraska just got a five-star quarterback. Like you go, I, I, know, I keep I going Jack to the 24 seven commitment page and 
at the very top, it's it's uh, Dylan Raiola, and it has these numbers next to it. Well, first of all, it has the five stars next to him, which is like, wow, we haven't seen one of those around here in quite some time. But the other thing that it has is the national ranking, the position ranking, and the state ranking. And it's national two, position one, state one. And I'm like, how did this happen? They have the number one player in his position, and he's a freaking quarterback. Like, we never see this. And now we're debating Casey Thompson. Like, is I'm this sorry. Class, you asked me where I wanted to start, and I told you what was fresh in my mind. But I am very excited. I'm obviously very excited about getting the best quarterback in the class. Nebraska desperately needs a quarterback. Here's a question that I've got, though. Let's actually have some discussion on this, okay. Josh. Because I don't. I haven't gone through and looked at like true freshman blue chip type players who have started their first year. But like, what is the range of expectation for how? He will perform like what is a realistic, I don't necessarily mean like wins and losses for the team, but for a true yeah. freshman, true freshman to come in, like, I don't even know what's realistic here at this point I, uh, in terms of ceiling and floor. Riss says Heisman. Yeah, I guess the Heisman would be the ceiling. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So it's, okay. Jack, it's great. You asked this. One of the listeners of, of my show, Riley, he reached out to me and, and he said he was going to go look at true freshman Oh, cool. uh, top three quarterbacks every year going back 10 years. I'm like, wow, thanks for the prep, bro. We barely need That'll Stu be Manji so he's anymore gonna, if he's, Riley's going to do that. Right, he's going he's gonna <laughs> to send it my way. Off the top of my head, I mean, we had a we had the list of, uh, of those top quarterbacks at some point over the last week and a half or so. I think it was on a Saturday morning coffee show. But, like, Trevor Lawrence pops into my mind, right? Trevor Lawrence true was a true freshman. freshman. He didn't start actually in the opener. Yeah, Bryant it was did. later in the season, right? That he came. Yeah, in. he got this. I think he got the nod like four or five games in. Um, he won a national championship. He uh, performed very, very well. I, I mean, some would make the argument. I think it's very fair. He might have peaked as a freshman, which is pretty crazy. Wow. Um, You're right. But he was, I forgot about he, that. Yeah, he started. He was very good. Um, there are. I mean, like honestly, you just have to look at the the list of guys. Like. The, the list of players that we had a couple of weeks ago, almost all of them have been hits to some degree. You know, Trevor Lawrence is the utmost hit. He was the number one overall draft pick. Some of them have been solid, and only a couple of them, if I remember right. You, are you like talking maybe, about the? Are you talking about true freshman? You're talking about the number one overalls. Just it was the number one overall quarterback. Yeah, so, so was, like Spencer Rattler would have been one that was kind of eh. yeah. Um, Shea, Caleb Williams, for Shea example, Patterson. he came off the bench. Caleb right. Williams came off the bench for Oklahoma like halfway through right. the season. You know, he as wasn't a true a freshman. Game. Yep, as a true freshman. Yeah, and then yeah, it was mostly. USA. I mean, it was mostly encouraging looking at the number ones overall. There weren't too many huge busts, but I'm having a hard time thinking. You know, I keep going back. This is probably not a good comparison, but obviously the reference for Husker fans is Tommy Frazier. Um, T. Frazier. Yeah, 1992 against Missouri came in, and yep, then it was all him. After that, Adrian but, Martinez, he started from game one as a true freshman. I guess that's true. Crap. Yep. He wow. started game one as a freshman. Yeah. And yeah. he had a pretty good season. I thought, yeah, I thought he was very good. I thought he was very good. Um, Man, I, thought he was I be, forget. I forgot. I totally, thinking about this, I've totally overlooked that and forgotten that somehow. He is that, the, that he Adrian was Martinez the, was a true freshman, but of course, wasn't he, he was. the first true freshman to start a quarterback from game one? Like, because obviously, yeah, Tommy that's right. We had it. this whole conversation in in 2018. You're right. Yeah, Riss and, and Travis. Oh, Taylor. That's the same. Did what Taylor start as a freshman? True. He freshman? was a he was a redshirt freshman. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Riss and, and Travis essentially asked the same question, uh, though in a little different way. Riss says, "What does he have to do to be a hit for us? Like grading yeah. on a scale." Great Travis question. says, that's so what "I'm thinking, yeah." How about this? Is Adrian Martinez the bar, or is that too low? Um, so John and I put up a poll question yesterday. Let me see if I can find it real fast. Yeah, he said, what is, your, 
What is your Husker program expectation you have now that Dylan Rayola, Rayola is going to be Nebraska's <laughs> heir apparent at quarterback? Now, you can only do four options on polls. Don put out bowl, bowl seasons, Big Ten championship or ships, playoff appearances, the natty. And we had over 2,200 votes, and almost 60% Jack actually voted for bowl seasons. I saw John and I talked about this on my show today. Like, oh, interesting. Which is which is interesting because it's probably the same expectation they had last year to some degree. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just posted the I just posted the results in here. Yeah, uh, that's. For, uh, that's Do you think that that was lower of a bar than yes. you would have guessed? Yes, a hundred percent. I voted. You can see my check mark there. I voted playoff appearance. I just honestly though, I think the problem, Josh, with those choices are there's a big gulf between bowl seasons. And Big Ten championship between a six and the six. Massive step. Like a bowl season last year was six wins. I think I think a bowl season could be where you're still not in championship contention, but you're getting eight or nine wins, right? Yep, for sure. Especially in the new Big Ten. Yeah. And especially in the new playoff era. And that's why playoff appearances, I think, can be a very good vote here because it means finishing in the top twelve. And I know that people would say, Josh, you're an idiot. That's way too insane. Um, I would counter and say Matt Rule won one game in his first year at Baylor, and then the third year he was playing in the conference championship game. And if you're anywhere near that, then you're in the bowl or you're in the playoff conversation. So, yes, yeah. I don't think it's that outrageous. I know it sounds outrageous because Nebraska hasn't made a bowl game since the Obama administration. See, but I would also say, like, you know, if you can get good fast, you know, and you have a quarterback this good, like, that's the game changer, is you have the quarterback. That's the game changer. I find it easier to talk maybe in terms of numbers of wins, and you kind of have to see the schedule for it. But, like, yeah. like last year I thought I, I thought they would be 7-5, and five, but I think this year I'm probably – I mean, it would be natural for me to think they would be, you know, 7-8-9, right? After that, after the improvement, I guess they didn't. They didn't actually have the seven and five because they didn't have yeah. quarterback depth. But um, yeah. By the way, real quick, Adrian Martinez freshman year. If you're wondering about are it, really good. You'll take these. Sixty-four point six completion percentage, seventeen okay. touchdowns, eight interceptions. Uh, this is eleven games played. Rushing yards, uh, one hundred forty attempts for six hundred twenty-nine yards, four and a half yards per carry, eight touchdowns, rushing. Yeah. So maybe you trade some of those running touchdowns into the yeah, passing category. Right. Different type like more of quarterback. Of a, so. Yeah. I like how Jordan asked the question, what's the criteria for hits, misses, and guys? I'd say all-conference, borderline, all-American. So this is an yeah. old bit that John and I used to do where we did a grading system where we tried to make it as simplistic as possible because we found it made it more difficult and thus better to grade players. And so for us, a hit was a all-conference caliber player aka they have been on the all-conference list before or they will be on the all-conference list at some point in their career a guy was a player who started but never really reached that level and then a miss was either someone who never really contributed or transferred out too soon um and so like think you can think of a variety of players in those yeah. i mean certainly you need him to be a hit you need him you need him to oh, be a hit yes um, you know like he cannot be a guy. He cannot be a guy. I no. feel very comfortable in saying he cannot be a guy. But, I mean, he's, he's already got he's already got guy status the day he walks in. So. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You need you need him to be a hit. What do those look like number wise? I mean, I think if he had similar touchdown numbers overall as eight, what was that? So that was twenty six total touchdowns. 
Is that what that was, Jack? If you add the passing and the rushing that Adrian well, had, eight was it eighteen and, and eight? I can't remember the numbers. Eight and eighteen. Was it eighteen. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I would take twenty six touchdowns in his freshman year. I think that. I mean, that would be a huge freaking uptick from what they just had. Uh, no, eight way, and way up twenty five. Okay, yeah. twenty five. I mean, that's two a game. I take two touchdowns a game for a true freshman with this offensive, you know, supporting cast at 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 this yeah. time. Um, yeah, like I would take that. it's kind of interesting. Like, how do you even and and what's the better way to even think of how you evaluate him? Is it based on numbers? Is it based on wins? I don't, you know, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't really, I hadn't allowed myself to think about this until this moment, which is why it's such an awkward conversation now because yeah. it's just been hard to come to grips that this is actually happening, and you, it's so hard to imagine. This this team, this program with a just a bona fide star quarterback back there immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the way that Sam McEwen has described it. He came on our show last week and, and he described it as like we have to think about this almost in NFL terms because in college, the good teams get the good players. This, though, is like the NFL where a bad team gets the number one overall draft pick and they take a quarterback. Yeah. And so, like, you know, what happens Which there? Well, happens. you try to build, try to build a round your young quarterback who is super duper talented. There will be a team, probably the Chicago bears will draft Caleb Williams and they will try to build their franchise around Caleb Williams. And like the fun thing. And I think this is the pressure thing though, but it's fun is the clock. As you just said, Jack is now on Nebraska. So the clock is on him. Now that means that they got to put as good of a roster around him as fast as possible, because I would say Four seasons from now, he will not be on the roster, whether it's because he's in the pros or because he left. I'd be stunned if he was a four-year quarterback at Nebraska. So, okay, that means you got him for four, five, and six. You got to take advantage. You mm-hmm. have to take advantage of having this guy at your school for the next three seasons. And it feels like for the, I mean, I mean, I hate to get too dramatic about it, Josh, but it feels like, like for the program, you really have to, you, you really have to make this work, right? This yep, is the next iter- this is the next iteration of trying something new, right? You've tried all these different coaching paths, you've tried all these other things. Well, now this is the next one that you're trying to make work. And if it doesn't work when you've got this guy, it yeah. starts to look pretty hopeless. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hate to go dark that early, Jack, but it no, does. I appreciate you saying that because let me let me throw one more thing at you. I know I keep referencing things that I said on my show, but obviously we've been spending a lot of time talking about it this week. So we did our hot take market yesterday. And my hot take that I believe was that whatever the future of Nebraska football is under Matt rule, it was decided with the commitment of Dylan Riola. And it, yeah, it's you like, agree? A, like AD hiring a coach. Correct. Like if, if he's good, I think the rule era is going to be a success. If he is not good, then I think the rule era will be a failure. And some people are going to say that is way too hot of a take for me. I am staying away from that, but Given how early it feels is, that way to me. again that he is a five star. Yeah, so feels, but that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like someone just mentioned, it. who was it? Was it Bruce? Yeah, we haven't talked about this. What if he sucks? You know, I mean, that could be a bad thing. What if he does suck? Well, then I would say the Matt Rule era. I don't think it's going to go very well. Again, what if he's like I said? What if he's good? Right, right. It feels like an AD who is you know. It feels like an AD who put all his all his apples into the one barrel of the coach that they hired. Right. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it yeah. feels like to me in some yeah. ways. So, yeah, um, yeah. Let me ask this. Let, let's do an early look. So, we're talking about trying to evaluate like where we think the team is going to be, but like, okay, now that we have an idea of you know, now that we know that Riola's here, and we have an idea of not so much the recruiting class, but like 
who is going to be here in terms of returnees, returners, I should say, and, and those sorts of things. Like, how do we evaluate, okay, what happened last year? How much better are they this year? And how does that, how does the schedule play in to that, to that whole thing? Okay. Yeah. Like the, the deep, the defense, I assume we expect to kind of be the same thing, right? As last year. I think it's going to be better at, at work. Okay. You think it'll be better? Yeah, mainly because, like, the line, just, like, bringing back all those guys on the line, bringing back a lot of production, you know, for the most part. And then, yeah, year two. Um, so, yeah, I think at the okay. very least, the de- yeah, sure. We can start with the floor of the defense is the same. I don't mind that take, like, if that's the floor. How big is that, Jack, for a first-year starting quarterback? How massive yeah, is that? I mean, the I mean, defense almost did it last year. With garbage, them, right? With, with horrible with garbage. no offense, they almost did, I say did it, but almost yeah. got them to a bowl game. And I think, you know, really put it together in the second half of the year. So that starts you kind of on second base, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and I like how Chess puts it. We need defense to improve marginally, but regress to the mean on turnovers. Yeah. Honestly, man, Chess, if they regress to the mean on turnovers, then the defense is better, which is pretty 100%. wild to say. But, you know, like that's the thing. That's the missing piece for that side of the ball. And then, I mean, speaking of turnovers, I guess maybe he was saying regress to the mean on turnovers on overall. But if you think of the defense gaining, the offense losing, I mean, what kind of picture are we suddenly painting there? Yeah. No, like what are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. Um, and then Travis says, I think the scheme on D will be scouted better. They'll be better, but stats will be close to the same IMO. Uh, in my opinion, totally okay with that. So he's saying basically the three three five, the novelty of it might have helped a little bit last year in the way that it was scouted. If if he's right, but the turnovers increase, then it's a it's a yeah. better unit, and I think you take that. I definitely don't need the points per game to go down. I mean, like goodness sakes, if they're a better unit, if they're a little bit better unit than last year, like mm-hmm. that's enough to to go to a bowl with last year's team. Then I, I yeah. mean, that's enough to get them one more win. And Jack, I don't have the number in front of me right now, but I, I know at various points throughout the end of the season, I saw stats about like Nebraska's starting field position or their field margin of field position was like the worst or one of the worst in the country. And so if, again, if the defense stays the same in a lot of areas, but the turnover margin on the offensive side decreases, that, then you're talking about, again, a better unit because they're not put in horrible spots, which means Nebraska's offense is getting the ball back in better field position. Yep. And again, you're just... It, it changes everything if the quarterback isn't turning the ball over a ton. He had, what, one interception? Dylan did this his senior season. It was like 30 to 1 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if he is able to, to, if he's able to not turn the ball over and he is as good of a passer, deep ball accuracy as every, everyone thinks he is, I mean, I, I don't want to be like dramatic, but it really does just change the picture of the whole team. I it know. does, know. you know? Like Riz says, if we're net zero in turnovers, we must be undefeated. Like <laughs> uh, like a little bit of hyperbole there, but in some ways not that much, too. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes to everything we're talking about, like, right? You, If the, if the floor of the defense is the same as last year or, or somewhere in that, um, it would, you know, even if you change the turnovers, that'd be, in, that'd be an uh, improvement from there, right? That's all it would take would be an improvement. And then we have, and then the offense, I mean, I don't even know where to I don't even know where to start with the offense, Josh. I mean, are there any is there anything on offense that won't be as good as last year? Like is there and no, not really. There's it's hard nothing. to imagine that. It's I can't, you know, like, you don't, I can't think of anything where you're like, well, but that's a hole that's left by that person. I mean, I know Newley's gone, right? And, but yeah. you know, Ben Scott's back. Bryce Benhart's not a disaster anymore and we talk about his return as in in positive ways like 
Like I, it's hard to imagine things being worse because of just how bad it was. I, I that said, I would like obviously, and I think we're all in agreement. They need. Let me ask you this, Jack. Would you rather? And maybe we've done this already. Would you rather them get a really good running back or a really good receiver? Have we talked about this? Have we done that topic? Yet I think I heard you guys talking about it maybe on the radio. I don't know okay. if, if we had. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think if if they could get if they could pull someone out now, I think it would probably be a wide what receiver. Would you rather want? I think it'd probably wide be a wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know though. I could be convinced otherwise. I j- just thinking about it quickly now. What do you yeah. agree? I don't know. I go back and forth. I, I think maybe it's because I like the receiver room more than the running back room right now, or I can be talked into it because I like all the. I was speed just thinking maybe the op- opposite. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not as I'm not as high on the running back room. I I know a lot of people are like, oh man, you get this guy back and this guy back and this guy back from injury, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't I don't want to put my eggs in the basket of a bunch. And of I think Emmett's got potential too. I think that's probably why yeah. I look at it differently. That's fair. I just I guess if they could find someone that's better than him, you know. I'd re- I'd really I'd really get excited about that, but yeah. I mean either way they need they need someone but, to step up at one of those spots. But again, man, you look you, you, when you're doing like the returning starters thing on offense and really on defense too, less on defense, but on offense it's like except for, you you've got someone at every position who has got starting experience or has someone better than them that's coming in to start for them at every, literally every position, all eleven, yeah, every single one. Um, which is crazy. So it, like, it just, there's not, it's got to be a big step up, doesn't it? It's got to be, because even if everything else is equal, you're changing the quarterback Mm -hmm. and putting someone who is, in theory at least, way better than what they had last year at any moment during the season. Yeah, yeah. In addition to any other other add-ons that they got, the running back room having more depth, right? Um, You know, maybe, maybe... You know, man, it'd be nice if they had another addition in the transfer portal at running back or wide receiver, wouldn't it? Yeah, man. I and look like that. We we do not need to. We shouldn't close the door on that. Um, I don't know if it'll no. happen before January second, but don't forget about post spring. So, you know. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like they're they might do that too, or maybe it's somebody still in a bowl game or something that's waiting to yeah to opt out or something like that. Not to opt out, but to enter the transfer portal. Um, yeah. But it's hard, man, Josh, it's hard to make the case. Like, if that was a 5-7 and seven team last year that definitely should have been better than 5-7, and seven, what is that? I mean, like, assuming nobody goes nuts next year playing well and everybody just kind of holds the line, that turns it into, what, a 7-5 and five team, right? Just without anybody even going nuts, yeah. you would think. Unless I mean, the schedule yeah. is way worse. Which well, and worse. and I mean the 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 positive about about the 2024 season is like the runway, um, you know, on paper. And I know that us us looking at Nebraska schedules on paper has rarely worked out well <laughs> no in the kidding. last decade. But man, I mean, Jack, if they this is a much better start for a true freshman, for example, than what the 2023 schedule was. Um, even with the benefit of high, like Minnesota wasn't a 500 team, even Colorado wasn't, but it's just starting on the road. Whereas next year, the first four games, UTEP, Colorado, Northern Iowa, mm. and Illinois are all at home. So Two of them are G five teams. Like, Oh my gosh, that's massive. And then first road game is Purdue. And then you're back at home for Rutgers. So like your first six games, you're playing on the road one time. It's not like Ross eight is some insane atmosphere. The back half of the schedule is tough. I mean, on paper, helmet games versus Ohio state versus Man. USC, Obviously, Wisconsin and Iowa and throw UCLA in there as well. And the Custom made for a new quarterback, though. 
custom made for a new quarterback. Yeah, it, that's I like. That's good. That's the title of today's episode: yeah. custom made for a new quarterback. It really, really is. And so, like, I don't think that part can be you know underestimated for you know the first year of Dylan Raiola because if if he gets a little confidence going early on, then you know w- what happens in the back half of the season. We saw what happened this year when there wasn't early confidence to gain. Things went sideways fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love I love that schedule for next year, and especially now that I'm beginning to wonder what. Colorado is really going to be like next year. Right. Um, Because they lost, they were already down there, like behind East Carolina in the rankings in the 60s. And then they lost the number one overall offensive tackle who switched over to Maryland today. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, their class is insanely low. Like when you have to go to 24 7 and click on the load more button. To find where they are, and you scroll almost to 100. At the, I mean, I haven't checked. I mean, I should go check right not, now and see where they are. I mean, are. maybe they're finding. I haven't heard a ton of transfers coming in either. They been. they do. They do have a lot of transfers. They? they have like 16, I think, was the last number that I saw. So she's I mean, 99 now. Good Six God. commits. Yeah. The transfer wow. rankings. That are is okay. wild. That All is right. wild. Now, did that guy, did that Jordan Seaton guy, did he, did he commit to Maryland, or was that just a crystal ball? Oh, I think it was a crystal ball, so you might be okay, right. Okay, looks maybe. like he has not signed yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's still sure. got a shot at that. But yeah, he if he goes down, if he leaves, then yeah, they're that's probably what, into the 100s. I think that's what dropped him. They took him off okay. as a commit, probably. So, so Not great. Um, I think I think that already includes it, maybe. No, it does. He's still on there. I'm, I just looked at oh, their Oh, he rankings. is. He's, he's, still, five-star he's still listed as Jeez. a commit. Yeah, so when you, I looked, they were more like 60 and you're into the 100s. Holy cow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not great, man. More like Jordan's gone. <laughs> so yeah, what's it? What 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 do they look like? Who knows? And then you know what do what do these other teams look? What does USC look like in in year yeah, what, like, three under Lincoln Riley? You know, yeah, we have no idea. We have no Correct. idea who so many of these teams, what these teams are going to look like on this schedule next year. Yeah. Once again, and that's why I mean, obviously, this whole discussion in the next few months are going to be a fool's errand in yeah, one way. But I will true. say this: like, given that Nebraska has not lost a whole lot of players to the portal. You know, like the thing that I get excited about crazy. that, Jack, is that it just it 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 tells me that Rule was not blowing smoke when he was telling us during the season, like, yeah, you know, people keep coming up into me wanting to return. That's obviously true, because if if it wasn't true, then then they wouldn't have had so little or so few guys leaving at this point in time. Every guy that's left so far, people are like, who is that? Or okay, you know, like there's no Ernest Dude. Hausman right now. There's none I of those. I would have types never dreamed that the lack of entrance into the transfer portal and the lack of just ending their career and going, taking a shot at the NFL. I would have never dreamed it to be like this, this year coming out of this season for Gifford and Ben Hart and Ben Scott. And uh, let's see who else. Um, and then there just to be no transfers or almost no tra- tame online. I'm transferred, um, but they've really reloaded at cornerback already. Like you don't even feel all that bad Bullock, John Bullock on at linebacker, you know, all, all of, and then guys like, and I don't know what will happen, but guys like Washington wanting to play, and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda wanting to play, and Ramir wanting to play, and Gabe Irvin wanting to play. Yeah. All of these guys, like it's, it is, it's not just like a little blip. Everybody wants to no. be there. Yeah, and, and Jordan says the spring is going to see a lot of transfers out. Like they're going to have to at some point. You know, they're going to have to push some of these guys out because they're just. There's just not enough room. There's not going to be enough room for it. Like, quite the problem that they're going to have. Yeah. I want, I, what has anybody looked at the actual numbers? Like, how, how 
how much it is. Like, what are we talking? Are we talking like five to seven? Are we talking like 10 to 12? Well, who was it? Somebody, I thought it was in here posted, like Matt, I think it was Matt Davison or was it Greg Sharp? Somebody said that there, maybe Jagger was you. Did, did someone say recently on the radio that they can fund up to 100 guys? Like, it, is what, what they're doing. So, okay, yeah, I don't remember who that was. That, but that it seems like the collective can fund without yeah, getting, seemed, using scholarship money. Yeah, I, I, I thought I'd heard that um, posted or something on the radio or whatever, but it's, well, that's what it sounds like is that about 100 players are kind of fully funded under the – there it was, Bigelow. Matt Davison said that's what they have right now. said they're helping out 100 guys. All right, make it 99 and give one to CT11, please. <laughs> Why not make it 101, Jack? I don't know if Maddie's got the money. Great, but I, I don't know. I was told that he doesn't have the. They don't have the money to make the most obvious thing happen. Uh, ben says honestly, that's a loophole. I don't like. Wow, Ben, anti-education. These guys are getting a free education, and you are anti that. Very, very sad. We need more kids going to college, not fewer. Ben, not fewer. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's. I mean, it's no so different than than. I guess NIL. You could give them enough NIL. I mean, it, if you got NIL, that thing's gonna, that kind of thing's going to happen, right? I mean, yeah. it's just does it go toward tuition or does it go somewhere else at that mm-hmm. point? So, I'm um, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's and I like you go through the roster and can you find those people? Obviously, I who, would think like you're saying who who they'll push yeah, out. Yeah. Like, can you go through? You know, you know, you ever you ever play Madden when you do a season and you you uh set it to the realistic roster numbers and you've got to, after your preseason, you've got to cut it. You're like, and they use the real numbers they do in the NFL. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't have enough. I don't have enough offensive linemen on this team in case I have injuries. Yeah. It's super tiny. I would honestly, Jack, I think you might've named some of them. I would say those probably old wide receivers, you know, uh, at some point you have to say like, you know, to quote one of your favorite movies, office space. What would you say you do here? What would you say you do here? Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that room, that, room's the, not that, pro- that room doesn't have any depth at all, though. Well, Unless some of the freshmen are going to come in and play. Yeah, and the freshmen that we saw this year, you know, another year of development. Yeah. I'm bullish on. I'm, I'm going to say it now. You know what? I'm bullish on the freshmen into sophomores. I'm. I I think that they're going to be good. Give them an extra year in the weight room and a quarterback that can actually throw them the ball. Those deep routes are going to be tight next year, Jack. How excited are those? Uh, are, are particularly. Jalen Lloyd and Malachi Coleman today. Yeah, that's how what I'm talking e- about. How excited are those two guys, Josh? I mean, who knows what impact this might have on them that they it, that they wouldn't have had otherwise at yeah. Nebraska. I mean, it could be it could be huge. It could be huge, especially seeing what Lloyd was able to do last year. My goodness, I mean, you see those deep balls. Those. God, you watch that film of Georgia? He's just freaking... Th- they were living and dying. Well, they weren't dying. They were living with those deep <laughs> balls. I mean, he was bomb the ball guy. at. Co- I got to meet that Buford high coach. That dude loved bombing it. Oh, mm. yeah. Maybe they should bring him in bring as the new quarterback in. coach. Bring him at, at least as a consultant. At least as an yes. analyst, yeah. I mean. Yeah. A, a very oh, the ball just came into my hands, not 15 yards over my head. Yeah, congrats to, uh, congrats to Thomas Fedoni, who might actually catch a pass... In in stride now, moving forward, instead of it just being thrown over his head before a linebacker hits him over right, the middle. Right. Congrats to the librarian. That'll be nice for him. <laughs> the librarian. <laughs> uh, yeah. I 
the the deep balls. I know we talked about this Wednesday. The escapability, frankly, was the first thing that popped out of me just because I didn't know it was that good. But just the length on the deep balls was crazy at a high school level. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. That film it, was... People, dude, like, every every write-up that I've read about him, that, that's what's always mentioned. Yeah, and have you seen what he does with his deep ball? Yeah, have I, you seen how far honestly, he can throw? It's ridiculous. There were some people that came away and they talked about the accuracy, but the, fir- the two things, one and two for me, was the escapability just avoiding eyes in the back of his head type stuff in the pocket, doing crazy contortions to get out of stuff. And then number two is just the length of the deep balls. Yeah. Th- those That was one and two for me. And it was awesome. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It was awesome. But yeah. So hopefully they can get, I mean, the moral of this whole conversation, the moral of the story is, please, God, can you put just a little bit of talent around him in those skill spots? Could you find one receiver that you like? Could you find one running back that you like? And go from there. Because... I think the offensive line is going to be better. I liked their improvement this year, um, but they just need a little bit more skill talent. And then obviously you hope that the tight end room is better too. Do they have too many guys on defense? Is like the style of defense. Like, I mean, in terms of this roster management stuff, I mean, we joke that they play 28 guys guys on defense. but Did you watch the presser today? Did you listen to it? Yeah. Okay, so one of the things that he talked about was like, you know, positionless football and being able to move players around. So, you know, there is a part of me that wonders, like, how many of these guys that services have listed as a defensive player, a defensive back, they actually do not plan on playing, you know, at defensive back. Maybe it makes me feel good never remembering who's an edge and who's an outside linebacker. We live in a we live in a we live in a position fluid world. So you don't have to define them as only one. Yeah. Which is so, good. So I was right the whole time about things. Congrats. Look at you. Again, Jack. Jack is always right. Pretty much. I mean, that's really Not what always. we're learning I've, here. There's a few things, but probably more than people think. Yeah, you did have them winning 10 games in Frost last year. <laughs> Back to that. People forget. That'll always haunt me. That will yeah. always haunt me, my opinion on yeah. that season. Positionless so yeah, I don't, football. To answer your question, though, I don't know for sure about those. You know, Do they have too many? Good the, question. Great question. Positionless you know. football on offense is intriguing to me, though. And what does mm-hmm, that mean exactly? Right? He talked about it when he was talking about Garrett Nelson. I'm like, so you're going to It do- means the 49ers. Didn't he meet, did he how many times did he bring up the 49ers? He did a lot, but what player on the 49ers doesn't have a position? Well, Debo Samuel is is uh exhibit A for this. Debo Samuel is a running Garrett back Nelson? and a wide Sorry, receiver. Sorry, not Garrett Nelson. Uh, uh Nelson from Ainsworth. Sorry. Carter yeah. Nelson. Carter yeah. Nelson. But yeah, I mean the 49ers are no I mean Christian McCaffrey can catch balls out of the backfield too, you know. Brandon well, yeah, but that's not. The ball. I mean, that's just a running back thing. He's not that positionless. Let's not get. Uh, I would out. definitely say Debo is. I would say that Debo is the best iteration of a positionless football player that the NFL currently has to offer. Yeah, As why, why, because they run him on Debo Samuel, offensive weapon. No, dude. Okay, you obviously don't watch a ton of 49ers. He plays running back sometimes. Gotcha. Like he is. Gotcha. Yeah, he is. It was a legit question. Dude, I don't know. That offense is gorgeous. Is, is Yuschik? Is he considered? I mean, he's kind of. He's, he's a fullback. Yeah, he's a fullback. Is he positionless? No, I would say he's a fullback. Okay. I, I was thinking of McCaffrey, Ayuk, and uh, Debo. I think those guys, as risk, that offense should be illegal. That offense is stupid. That's what it we're bringing stuff. to Lincoln, baby. Oh, my gosh. That's what, That'd be fun. He tweeted Walter Payton talking about Nelson, I guess, jumping over the line. What do you, hey, let me ask you this. We haven't talked about him. Carter's like your an expectation upgraded Mike. For- Hold on, I gotta read this. Carter is like an upgraded Mike McNeil. <laughs> so let me ask you that. What are you expecting from him? Because he is, I feel like every time that 
we talk about Carter Nelson, and by we, I just mean the collectively, there's always, like, these caveats of, like, yeah, but he played in, what, two-man football or whatever it was way out <laughs> it there. Was like, one on, no, it was one-on-one football. Yeah, one-on-one. <laughs> and so, like, I never know if anyone thinks he's, like, going to be good or if he's just, like, a super freak athletically and it's just going to be, like, this waste. Like, I never get the idea of people actually think he's going to perform well. It's just like, yeah, he's a freak athletically. That'll be pretty cool. And then everyone just kind of moves on. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, like, the 50th ranked player in the country. What are we talking like, about? We can't. We can't tr- I feel like we can't. We're like, yeah, he, I just don't know if I trust it. I don't know if I trust it. You know, yeah. we love our small-town football here. We're yeah, just, but apparently not enough. We're just not sure how good it is. Yeah, I thought this state loves, you know, edging about these guys that play, you know, uh, against the cows out is, west and jo- stuff. Josh, here's the. I'll tell you honestly what the problem is. They're not supposed to be that highly ranked. They're supposed yeah, to be weird. the lovable underdog is what's supposed yeah. to happen. They're supposed Kirby to be a Smart's wa- flying supposed- to Ainsworth and we're like, uh, I don't know how right. I should feel about this. What the hell's getting, going on here? They ain't supposed to be getting scholarships. They're supposed to be walking on and working at the farm in the summer. That's true. Yeah, everyone keeps leaving the program, and then it's like farming. Yeah, and then they send it to to Spencer Hall, and he retweets it. Real talk, is farming starting to be a problem for the Nebraska football team? Oh, great question. Tremendous question. Uh, Bigelow says that he's a perfect example of how recruiting ratings can be all about upside. Yeah, everyone that I talk to is like, yeah, he'll probably stink for the first couple of years, but man, wait till he practices. It's like, what? Is he going to be good or not? Like, I have That's no idea. They're just thinking, I hope he's awesome. They're all thinking of him as a walk-on fullback. I'm telling you, yeah. Josh. They are thinking yeah. of him as a wall. They are thinking of him as Corey Schlesinger. That's yeah. what. That's what's happening. I hope and he's the recruiting, awesome. I hope that he is so good. The recruiting good. people obviously don't think that about him. No, they 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 feel like I mean, it's like a it's like legend is already being written about this dude. Like, yeah, the guy who came from six man football turned into like one of the best players. He's Nebraska's Brock Bowers. You know, he he comes because that's what he's going to play, right? He, everyone thinks he's going to play tight end, yeah. or do they think he's going to move over well, and play it's positionless, on the, on the Josh? Edge? I don't like to. That's true. Thank you. I don't, thank you. Please yeah. don't put me in one position. I, my, don't put thank us in you. a box. But he's not playing on defense, right? He's going to play on offense. That's what everyone thinks. I don't want to say anything about his position. Okay. 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 He can make that decision. More of a shooting guard. That'll be perfect. (laughs) That'll be No, I think offense. I think offense, but who knows? Chess says, I always hear him described as raw, but I never know what that means. Like, he doesn't know how to run routes. (laughs) When I hear, you know, I'll answer it. Uh, I think when, when I hear someone is raw, I think it means knowing how to, like, use their hands, how to, like, good footwork. Like, I I think it's just that type of stuff. Um, And because he just, like, you know, I, I think it's just that. I, that's what I always think. When I think of that, it's just like, look at that freak of an athlete who's super fast, can jump real high and, and run over people. But sometimes right. he drops the football. Doesn't have like know. the micro coaching, basically. Yeah. In term, like the, 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 the skills when you're really getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Like think of the players that they're always like, man, that guy's like a coach on the field and he outworks everybody. Like that's someone who, yeah. I mean, it's code usually for white, but it's also code for, um, they are overcoming their athleticism to be just super, super good at like all of the details. And so raw is the inverse of that, where it's just like the guy's a freak, but if he can get a little bit of coaching and, and do those little things well, then you could be, he could be awesome. Honestly, I think Josh, part of the other reason is number one is I think that everyone wants him to be a walk on fullback. Number two, they want, they, they have seen maybe the film or the pictures and he looks like he looks a, like a, a giant among the Lilliputians. Yes, he it is. looks like they're going to be like four thousand. They're going to tie him down on the ground. Also, try, can we talk about his down. Twitter handle? He looks like a bot. 
He doesn't look like a real person. <laughs> Have numbers? you ever seen his Twitter? It's Carter numbers. What are you, Carter? <laughs> Come on, bro. But Adjust, you can change the handle I, once you've gotten on Twitter. I think people are afraid he's never seen. He's never played sports against like actual size people, people before. Yeah, it's just a bunch of babies and out there in Western. Having Nebraska. my son try and box him out would also feed into that as well. He had six feet, six inches on him too. Mm. So yeah, maybe. I mean, Bigelow says his eight man film reminds me of Zion dunking on all the little white kids in South Carolina. <laughs> and remember when he came out, people were like, "Yeah, sure, he can like dunk on those kids, but what's right. he going to do in college?" Right. Dunked on everybody at Duke. He remember when he ripped out of his shoe? Right. And Obama was there, and he's like, his shoe. <laughs> That Nike, and like Nike was going out of business. No, yes. stop showing the replay. We don't want to see this on SportsCenter anymore. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was great. That was so cool. Positionless <laughs> Bruce, players. what's up with that Twitter handle anyway? Bruce, thank you. I hate his Twitter handle. It's yep. weird. <laughs> his shoe broke. Oh, man. <laughs> that was so crazy. Obama. Oh, my gosh. Uh, dude, Nike, how mad was Phil Knight? Dude. He's like, get this off of SportsCenter immediately. So oh, bad. Lord. And that's why I'm glad Nebraska's an Adidas school and a yes. Pepsi school. <laughs> we don't want the shoes breaking. No. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at his handle. Here's his handle, Jack. Yes. At Carter 83854638. Like, what are we how doing many here, hey, Carter? How many digits is that? I'm trying to... That is... It's eight digits. Yeah, it's not a phone number. Okay. <laughs> I wondered if it was yeah. his phone number. <laughs> that would be awesome. I guess it would have been an area code like 308 or something. So, yeah. no. But, like, I just want to know what that should be at Carter 8675309. That's how many touchdowns he'll score. Yeah, there it oh, is. Like, I want to know if there's, is that like years? Like 83, 85, No, I, it had to have been. He signed up for Twitter, and it just kind of fed him the the numbers, and he just never fit. And I bet, he's, care. I bet he takes pride in it. You know, like, I, I remember he hearing a story yeah. about Michael Strahan, and, and he was like, you know, I wanted to, to fix the gap in my teeth when I was growing up, but then, like, I, I started, like, taking pride in it, and I liked it. And I bet that's what happened with Carter, where he was like, oh, I should have changed it. And then <laughs> Travis, Travis <laughs> me. I'm sorry, I'm not listening. That's funny. That's funny, Travis. Well played, yeah. Travis. Well, for well those on the podcast, played. Travis changed his name to Travis 83854638. Let's all memorize uh, that number. Let's all memorize that. number yes. So we can. Yeah, so it's like the episode of Lost 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Yeah. Did you ever watch Lost, Jack? Were you a uh, Lost no. guy? Uh, Bruce says, Josh, you are correct. Ainsworth truly is Western Nebraska. When I was a sophomore in high school in 1992, we went to Ainsworth for our district track meet. It was overnight. Channel 42 in the motel room was born. First time. Hey, there we go. What a story. I had a what kid a story. Who, I didn't know where that was going from, Bruce. I had a kid who transferred to my elementary school from Ainsworth in sixth grade. He was the first person I ever met that had Reebok pumps. They were amazing. <laughs> is Ainsworth the epicenter of the sports? Well, world? I don't know. It sounded like Rule had a great time there, too. Are we sleeping uh, on Ainsworth? Right? Maybe we should do an I-80 club excursion is to there? Ainsworth and see what's going on in Ainsworth. I swear they had Reebok pumps there before they had them in Lincoln. <laughs> it, it's like a coast it's like town. The kids, it's like the kids who go over to Europe in high school and they come back and it's like, this song is going to be famous in yes. America. And, in like six months. I dated a girl who went to Germany and she came back and she was like, yeah, this was a song that was on at all the nightclubs. And then in like six months, it was a big song in America. It's like, what the oh, hell? That That's happened in weird. college with the Spice Girls. Yeah. Really? The, the wannabe song. There was some European student or something who added you on. You want to be my lover? Yeah, they're like, this is good. 
this you guys are going to be going nuts about this in two months. And we were. It's like uh, Marty McFly in Back to the yeah. Future, but instead of it happening in 20 years, it was... It's a little know, too crazy for you right now, but your kids are going to go crazy for this. Chess says it was probably Mr. Bright saying, no, it wasn't. God, I wish I could remember what song it was. Oh, it was a really famous song in like 2007. Huskers, I, I need what. a 30 for 30 on the Husker staff tonight in Ainsworth. So they mm. crashed a wedding, supposedly. Oh, How party like that- a rock star, Chess. Totally, dude. Anyway, sorry. How Jeff. do they, how how does how exactly does crashing a, a, a wedding do you figure start with the coaches being in Ainsworth exactly? Is everyone in town there? Is that what it is? It has to be. Yeah. How many people live in Ainsworth? Like five people? Can't be that many people. And, right? and like what? Carter's parents are going there, so they're like, "Why don't you tag along?" Or <laughs> I'm trying to figure yeah. out how this happens exactly, and yeah, and then odd. why they say yes to it exactly starts with fireball. The rule. Yes. A lot of things usually do. Happer's tweet. (laughs) Happer's tweet when he quote tweeted rule when rule was saying rule said something like met a lot of amazing people tonight or something. My heart is full. And and rule said, or excuse me. And uh, Happer said when that third tall boy hits. Dude, his tweets, they all seemed like he was hammered. They all were coming across of, like, just happy, happy drunk tweeting. Like, I think, I don't know, maybe we haven't all been there. I know I've been there where I'm just, like, kind of tweeting and I'm in a really good mood because I've had a yeah. few beers. Like, it definitely it definitely had that vibe from, uh, from Mr. Matt Rule. Uh, <laughs> my heart classic. is full. Met so many amazing yeah. people tonight. My heart is full. Yeah, what full. was the one? He's like, if you could hear what I've heard tonight or whatever it yeah. was, like, the things that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, Matt Rule era. What a what a wild, fun ride it's been. In Look just how over differently we so handle far. drunk being drunk now. Wow, with the coaches. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Uh, Travis says when there's a wedding in Ainsworth, uh, at least half the town attends. I'd imagine probably just went searching for people and found them at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like it, at yeah. some point, yeah. Wow, Bruce says I've never drunk, tweeted, or texted ever. Wow, interesting. I've definitely texted before. Uh, Wake up and it's like, oh god. Uh, I accidentally, I think I, I don't know if I told this story. Yeah, I might as well do it in the club. I actually drunk texted my grandma one time. <laughs> I uh, was trying to to let people know what hotel room we were in, and I accidentally opened up the text with my grandma, and so I text her, and it just is like makes no sense. And I wake up and I get the response from her, and she's like, "Hi, Josh. What does this mean?" And I was like, "Sorry, Grandma. I meant that for somebody else." Never explaining it again. Oh, and then man. I deleted it from my phone. It's, it's probably for the best that I don't have it on my phone anymore. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Funny. Not great. Not great. That's good. All right. Yeah. What else? We got got a few more minutes left. I don't know. Is there anything else? We're boy. Now we're sort of we're kind of done with football news for a while, right? If if the CT11 thing isn't happening, which I was excited about, and I'm still yeah, not giving up probably. on probably. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, the next thing we'll have to do is uh, uh, figure out what's going on with the coaching staff. Like, I don't oh, know yeah, when, yeah, yeah, when right. changes are supposed to come. I have no idea when that's yeah. supposed to happen. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Sam asked something about it during the press conference today, and Rule did not want to talk about it at all. He was yes. like, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that exchange. Certainly fed into the intel that I've heard that they were are going to have changes coming. Like it was pretty obvious there. But yes. I liked it too that he was like, "No, let's focus on let's focus on the recruiting. Focus yeah. on the recruiting." So you're right. Whatever is happening with the coach, the, the coaching changes, which we still think are going to happen, um, some kind of shuffling on offense, probably. Yeah. 
Riz says what happened. So Sam McEwen asked a question, basically like, I don't remember how, how he phrased it. It was, it was kind of like, so, you know, have you, like, how will the development of, of Dylan happen? Wasn't it like that Jack with, yeah. you know, your coaching staff and moving around and he was just like, he was a little terse kind of like, I don't want to talk about that. This day's about, um, this day's about recruiting, uh, yeah. Apparatus. That was the word that was used. Apparatus. And so, yeah, he did say so, with all due respect. So that yeah, was nice. <laughs> yeah. So basically it was like, ask me about it when we get past it, but yes, there'll be changes coming. That's how I, that's how I, all right. So we got that. We got that. And I guess the transfer portal. Yeah, I guess is open still, right? It closes at the, what the first week of January for getting into it. But if you're into it, you can still come in for another couple weeks after that to get there by semester. Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, if you be in by the second and then, yeah, just whenever, whenever school starts, I guess, in theory, that's which when is, you would have to show which up. Which is later than which you is would Which is a think. month away for some reason. It's like January it's 22nd. It is, dude, how crazy. It's so late. So late in the... In I know. The, I just man. gotten used to not having another kid living here. And now it's yeah, like, oh, here for a month. Got to yep. buy milk all the time again. You and milk, man, he drinks lots of milk. That's weird. I don't know the last time that I had a glass of like two percent milk. It's been years. Oh, he just hammers years. it. He just hammers it. Wow, well, straight out of the straight out of the jug like a monster. What? Yeah, no, he knows nobody else drinks it when we get two percent. Yeah, like Jacob just posted that. Yeah, we get two percent, or Gross. we used to get whole or two percent when he was trying to gain gain weight, and he knows nobody else is going to drink it. So he just stands in front of the fridge for like thirty seconds oh. and drinks it. Yeah. Gross. Riz says not very Gen Z of him. Are, is Gen Z out on milk? Dude, jo- Johnny is not Gen Z-ish in almost any way other than Interesting. he's just not. He's kind of an old soul, sort of. Yeah. Although although he okay. he still doesn't consume TV or media in a normal way. But I don't know if that's so Okay, so he's absolutely Gen Z then. Well, that part, I he's guess. He's absolutely Gen, Gen Z. Z. Yeah. But yeah. not in the milk variety. In the milk variety, he is very anti-Gen Z, but in right. other ways, he is very Gen Z. Right. Or maybe it is Gen Z. Like, the other day, he was like, he was he was saying to me, he was like, and you guys maybe will agree with him, but he was like, Dad, you have Alexas everywhere. I'm never going to, I don't think I'm ever going to get an Alexa. I don't know why you even need it. Like, Dude, that is such an old, old, old move. My parents have one of those, and they are so proud of it. They're like, Alexa, turn the light on and make it okay, red. Fine. They maybe love, I'm- they love telling Alexa to turn the lights on. Like, just go turn the lights on, Mom and Dad. Watch this. Echo, turn on neon. No, Echo, turn on neon. (laughs) Damn it. Didn't work. So, yeah, old. What is it about old? I am am with Johnny on this one. Okay, maybe I'm I'm Johnny on this one. Fine, I thought. thought, You shit. (laughs) but But my daughter agrees with me. She agrees mm. with me. She likes him. She's like 13. What I love know? voice text, Jacob. I love voice texts. He, I get so much crap for voice texting. Again, I'm the one who likes the technology. I like technology. Yeah. You like doing it the yeah. old school way. The bad technology. Voice texting <laughs> is not No bad. echo perfectly on brand. Uh, I, yes, I formation. One of the few people older than me in the club is team voice text. Hey, do you, hey, Jack, do you do that when you're watching a game? Do you just randomly rewind it for no reason in the middle of the play, not during a commercial break? Oh, no, I don't think I ever do that. Uh, there are occasional okay. times when I want to take a picture of something and tweet it, but then I'll rewind it. But usually, again, I think we talked about it in the club uh, at some point, but I'm so happy. Maybe it was on my show. Maybe it was Happer and I. 
I'm happy that we bullied the media into into no longer tweeting out videos on Sunday mornings. Do you remember that crap videos. when people would be they'd be recording Husker plays from their phone off their TV? Oh, look at the left guard pulling here. It's like this looks like shit. Stop it. And then every, all of us young media, uh, we made fun of them for I, it for years and then they stopped doing it. You they have, don't do it anymore. I know. You pro I will listen, I I know I could, but like for instance, like on my computer, I've taken a picture of my computer screen and sent it to you. I'll admit it. I know you have. <laughs> Just take and, a screenshot. Take a screenshot and then what? Take a screenshot, save it, email it to myself, then get it on my phone so I can text it to you. I got a life to live, Josh. I don't have 30 I don't have all of those steps to take. Boom, boom. Okay. Look at it. See, it's so funny. Like John will always say that, and he's like, "Yeah, you have to do this and this." Meanwhile, Jack, watch this. You ready? I just took a screenshot and posted it within the span of like three seconds. Boom! Look at that. Text that it to me. That is the way Text it's it done. Text it to me. All right. You ready? Oh well, you're, you're be... doing it all. You got a special computer. Yeah, I got a special. Yeah, because I can I can text from my computer. I won't send it though. That's my point. I had to text it. I have to text it. Text your... Uh, I take screenshots your, uh, for emails all the time, just not for text. It's different. Okay. It's a different situation. Okay. Yeah, there's an app uh, on Windows to do it on Android. Yeah. Just do, do, an download an app. I have an iPhone. Yeah, you have an, you have an iPhone. I got mixed and matched. This is everything. hilarious. Look, find yourself a pod that can deliver like this. You can't find one that delivers I still think like my this. son is an old soul. Maybe, I'm, maybe I just no. mistook what... Maybe I just I think... think so. The cool things I do are cool. What are those things? I don't what know. are the cool now things I'm, you do? Now I'm now I'm rethinking a bunch of the, <laughs> the a bunch of the opinions I had about that. We need to bring him on again. I think now maybe during yes, that was a good episode. Actually, Let's during Christmas back. break while he's living here, I'm surprised he's not here from the basketball game yet. We'll have to have him on again and we can talk about these things. So and hear what it's like uh, working at the athletic department. I'm I would love that. Maybe get some stories. We could keep it paywalled if you'd like. That'd be good. That'd be good. Be fun. See, cool. yeah, good. Bruce Shane's about my. I got a few I formation. Cool. Thank you, uh, yeah. Dave. Where's Dave? He's he's a little older than me. I formation and Dave, I think, are you know in that range. Bruce in, in that range. That makes me happy. <laughs> Bruce says the coolest thing Jack does is listening to Sirius XM and local radio at the same time. <laughs> Which I, I, I will freaking stand Spotify by that. and Sirius I, subscriptions. I will fight to the death that that is a great thing to do. Oh my gosh, use it so many times. Listen, I just love being able to hear all the football on it. Josh, I love football, don't you? Don't you love Yeah, but I, I just watch it. It's better to watch Dude. it than listen. You're always, you're always by TV. Always I, by TV. No, but if I go for a walk on a Saturday, I just listen to podcasts for 30 minutes, and then I get back and I find out what happened. I like my pods. Schaefer asked me the other day, how many pods do you listen to? And I was you're like, I have not I have no idea. Here, I'll start, just scroll through all of my subscribed pods so that he can be like, and you, you, are you listen to them. That's see, Look, here's my. This is just my playlist right now. That's how many pods I just have to listen to that I have downloaded right now. And I you do listen, listen to, to double speed, two speed, which I've never done really? in my life. You know why, Josh? Because I enjoy my podcast experience. I do I too, but I have so faster. many. I got to get through. Them. I don't want to speed things up. I like to slow it down and enjoy it, baby. You're trying to enjoy life while it happens. Mm -hmm. Slow it down. I like it to take it slow. <laughs> Riss, I'll ask him what he listened to on a one-hour run, and he'll rattle off three that's things. That's weird. That's true. Dude, that's weird. It's, it's great, man. Balls. That's why when I get into my training and I start doing my, like, two-hour runs, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's like four hours of podcast. Like, this is <laughs> I get really excited. One time I took a picture 
Um, I was at a light, uh, and I took a picture of something, but I didn't turn my podcast off, and so on the live photo, my friends could hear it, and they were like, that's what you listen to? It sounds like that? You freak. So now if I ever take a picture and I'm listening to a podcast, I press pause because I don't want to get made fun of. The sounds included in live photos? Oh, yeah. See, look at the old. What? Who would, Milk? You would love to interact with Johnny. What did he say? Sorry, I didn't see the beginning of that. Oh, I missed it. He said he wanted to make sure I see it, but I didn't see the beginning of it. Uh, ben says, why would you speed a podcast up so I can get through them? Having worked in the, oh, having worked in the sports information from 94 to 99. That's right. I forgot Bruce Shane worked in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, we can bring him on and he can tell us what that's like. He, he, he doesn't like it. He has to sit there and give everyone like their name tags and their food passes in the press box before football games. That's his big job. So, mm. And he mainly just harasses Bishop, I think, and vice versa. Classic. That's awesome. I like you, that. I appreciate that. Did you see that. today? I was, he, Bishop tweeted as like, if you want to follow along with the Doug McDermott uh, jersey retirement thing, here's a YouTube link. And the first response was Johnny tweeting a, tweeting a gif of, uh, so I think you should leave, where he just says, I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I retweeted it, and it's got like 30 likes. <laughs> uh, oh lord! That's funny. You you go look at that. It's pretty funny. Mm. Hey, this All is right. what, this is what. Here we go. Just a little taste of off season pods, isn't it, Josh? I love it. I love the off season pods. We're we're due for a. I think I guess we did one within the last couple of weeks, but we're due for a nice, good, deep, meaty media dive at some point in time Ooh. soon, Ooh, where we yeah. just talk Ooh, about yeah. the media and people throw questions at us. Can we have a good time? Speaking of Chat questions, we've not dipped. We've not dipped into the chat sack in a while, so we might have I'm to. Excited. We have a ton of leftover questions. We get in there. some interviews scheduled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to. I think we just need to do it. We need to schedule Jason Kirk. I just need to email him and say we're getting Jason Kirk on the on the pod um, because now I don't. I'll just throw it out there to folks. So Jason Kirk wrote a book. Jason Kirk uh, seems like he grew up in very similar. Uh, ways to Jack and I. I don't know if he was a pastor's kid, but Jack and I are pastor's kids. Also, I think Jason is like right in between our age. But man, the references that I see in this novel of his, I'm like, oh my gosh, I get all of those references. Mm. DC Talk and other random bands. Mm-hmm. Wow, Ben says I'm a pastor's kid. Wow. So welcome. We've thought about emailing him and having him on as a guest to talk about his book. And he's also a, a college football guy and hold on, my whatnot se- too. Hold on, so. give me a second. Oh, and, and Johnny's calling. All right. Hey, Jack I'm doing my podcast. Himself. Nope, Jack's not muted. That's awesome. all right. So he's- all right. All right. Okay. I'll call, I'll call you back in a second. Bye. All right. All right. Wow. thought you were going to mute yourself. He called me twice already. So No, oh, I okay. wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. want to keep, so, yeah. keep going on? Wasn't going to take. We're uh, yeah, so we're thinking about uh, getting him on, but yeah, we we did what a few guests during last off season. We we will try to we do had more. Happer, this we had Stibbs. We had Stibbs, Bishop. John. We had Dirk. We yep, had yep, yep. Uh, Ravi. Uh, Ravi. We had, yeah. yeah. Check the Creighton score. Yes. Yeah, yes. they're up fifty-two to fifty now. They were up by like fifteen oh. at one point in time. Oh, I thought it was going to be more exciting than that. No, yeah, yeah. Fifty-two forty-eight. So. They're ahead by four. That's not that exciting. Yeah, eight minutes to go. Okay. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 hopefully do that. Bruce says, "Love the Bishop episode." Thank you, Bruce. That was one of my favorites too. John has some just so. Oh, his stories are so good. Dirk was great because that was right after he left the World Herald, and so it was really fun getting his. You know, reaction and and why he did it. 